But most of all, success is making your life what you want it to be. Considering all the possibilities, considering all the examples, what do you want for your life? That is the big question. Remember, success is not a set of standards from our culture, but rather a collection of personal values, clearly defined and ultimately achieved. Success is your better life for you, the design you give it, the dreams you accomplish. Making your life what you want it to be for you, that is success. One morning at breakfast, shortly after I met Mr. Shove, he asked me if he could see my current list of goals. He said, let me see your list of goals and let's go over them and talk about them. Maybe that's the best way I can help you right now. And I said, I don't have a list. He said, well, is it out in the car or at home somewhere? I said, no, sir. I don't have a list anywhere. He said, well, young man, that's where we better start. Then he added, if you don't have a list of your goals, I can guess your bank balance within a few hundred dollars, which he did. And that got my attention. I said, you mean that if I had a list of goals, that would change my bank balance? He said, drastically. That day I became a student of how to set goals. And sure enough, when I learned how, my whole life changed. My income, my bank account, my personality, my lifestyle, my accomplishments. Recreating you, and you have the power to do that. You can decide that you're going to change, that you're not going to be a wimp. You can decide that you're going to stand up to life. You can decide that I'm going to live each day as if it were my last. You can, you have the power to make that decision. You can decide, I'm going to work on myself and develop myself. I'm going to empower me. And all of these things that are happening to me right now, they're just temporary inconveniences. They're not stronger than I am. I'm in charge here. Next thing is separate what you do from who you are. That's what the guilt trap is about. See, a lot of folk won't let you forget what you used to do or what you have done, what mistakes you've made. All of us have made some mistakes in life. All of us have done some things that if we had them to do over again, we wouldn't do it again. A lot of things that if I had it to do over again, if I knew then what I know now, I would have done it differently. Well, it didn't happen that way. And that's what you call life. I didn't do it like that. Oh, you don't want me to live that down. Huh? You want to keep on putting that in my face about what I did. Guess what? I'm not interested. That's what I did then. Won't do it today, so you are picking on an innocent man. Hello. So as you're in the process of reinventing your life, write a description of the kind of person that you want to be. What are the things that you must overcome? What qualities about your personality you know that you're going to have to change because those particular characteristics are liabilities to you? What are your assets? What are your strong points? Your identity, your personal worth, the thoughts, concepts, and attitudes and beliefs you hold to be true about yourself are the thermostat of your life. They regulate everything. You have a money thermostat, a relationship thermostat, a fitness thermostat. And what happens in people's lives is they change the external results short term. No one's going to tell you this other than me. They start to change their conditions. I'm reading these books. I'm buying these properties. I've made a little bit of money. And your results begin to exceed. You start getting 85 and 90 degrees of results, but you didn't do the work to change your identity. You didn't change the thermostat. Your life is 
mindset act. And guess what starts to happen? I watch it over and over. You will thank me for this right here someday soon. The results get a little higher. They're at 85. I closed the deal. I made a little money. I closed another one. I made a little money. I got this going. I've lost 20 pounds. Whatever it is, the results start to get higher than their set thermostat temperature. And guess what you do unconsciously? You don't even know you're doing it. You turn the air conditioner on of your life and you will cool it back down eventually to get it right back where you're comfy. 75 degrees. Same thing happens when it goes bad. You're broke. The water's turned off. The power's turned off. Your car gets repossessed. They dynamite your property. You find a way to turn the heater on and get it back. The key to life is not the knowledge you learn. You have to have that. Knowledge is not power if it's not applied. The key in life is changing that internal thermostat. And if you don't change that, listen to me. It'll seem coincidental. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Something happened to the property. Uh, it was a bad rain. Uh, construction costs went up. The market conditions changed. Um, the interest rate went up. No, 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 no. It's not coincidental. It's not. You cooled your life back down because you didn't do the work on who you are. The thing I have in my life is I associate with higher and higher identity people more and more and more in my life. That's what this group does for you. You get the power of association. The people you associate with heat you up. If you ever, any of you that are religious, if you weren't, or if you weren't fit, let's say you hung around someone in this room that's super fit and you were out of shape. You can't be around that person constantly and not start to eat differently, start, start to think differently. If you're a person of faith, you're around someone who's a high thermostat temperature person of faith, you're around them all the time. You start to behave differently. If you're a man in the room and you start to hang around guys who are true to their wife and love their wife and are faithful to their wife and compliment their wife and hold their wife's hand, they do all that stuff, they date their wife, you can't help but change your thermostat. Same with money. You don't think Sylvester Stallone and Phil Knight and John Elway and Tony Robbins had an impact on me? If you know the road ahead, you have power called anticipation. Anticipation is the ultimate advantage. See, winners, leaders anticipate, losers react. The reason you get beat is you don't know where things are happening, so you're reacting. Reaction is always stressful. And yet so much of our life is predictable if we just were to study it, not be caught up in our day-to-day. -day. It's predictable the challenges you're going to have in your relationships, or with your kids, or with your body, or with your job, or with your economics, or with your mother-in-law or father-in-law. These are predictable. If you would anticipate these things and put a strategy in place, you could take it all out and have the quality of life that you deserve. In business, it's everything. Those that anticipate, those that lead, and then there's those that follow. The followers are the reactionaries. So the more we can anticipate, and you can't anticipate and lead unless you first learn how to lead yourself at a different level. And so I love to have you just see that if you and I can start to take control of our focus, we can start to control the meaning of our lives and make something really that meaning that empowers us. Because look, what's wrong is always available, isn't it? There's always an Ebola, a bird flu. There's always something that's going to kill the entire human race tomorrow on TV. And then there's your life. What's wrong is always available, and so is what's right. And you have to take control of that focus, because otherwise you become a follower and you get to live your life. Even though you're a smart person, we're all smart, but it's easy to get led astray by everybody else's focus, isn't it? And then all of a sudden, let them create the meaning for us. And then all of a sudden, we're settling for life far less than what desire or deserve. So my approach is really simple. My approach is to say, let's you and I just for a few little time we have here. By the way, this to me is a little time, a couple hours, two and a half hours, I guess, at this stage. Because um, kind of the minimum length of seminar I do is 50 hours, five zero. And you go, are you kidding me? I don't like to hear myself talk. I like to see people do things so often they build muscle, not just thoughts. And so one of the things I'm going to ask you to do in a few minutes is we're going to go from this passive mode that you're in right now into full engagement. 
Because if you get fully engaged, it's amazing what you can accomplish and do. When you're partially engaged, you get a little bit of result. When you're, not, when you're disengaged, we all know what you get, nothing. And we live in a society where most of us are so overwhelmed. There's so much information. We're not, we're not having any problem with information. We're being drowning in information, but we're starving for wisdom. And so we gotta separate it out. And so one way to separate it out is I'd like to talk to you about three things that can help you increase your performance and your life. Because what I'm obsessed by and have been for 37 years is what can increase, increase performance for an individual or an organization, but also I'm equally obsessed about what's going to make somebody fulfilled. Because who's had this horrible experience? Who here has ever achieved your goal and then your brain said, is this all there is? Who's had this experience here? Say, I. And that's worse than failing. At least when you fail, your brain gets back and figure this out and do it again a new way. But when you succeed and you're miserable, you're basically technically screwed. So their lifelong dream is to have the restaurant experience but their idea of the restaurant is based by what goes on in the front. And then they get hired and now they're working in the back where there's pushing and shoving and you find out who comes late and who you can't depend on. And so-and-so's real anointed, but they also are a liar. And they get on your nerves and they're an egotistical maniac. Can I be real up in here this morning? And they're like shocked and flabbergasted and saying, oh God, I'm gonna have to leave this ministry I never thought in the world. Baby, you signed up for the restaurant, but we hired you in the kitchen. And I'm just wondering if you hired your cousin because they find those like people sign on and they come on to have grandiose spiritual extravagance. They want to have this moment. It's like people who move to your church because you were in a conference because they think the conference goes on every Sunday and then they come back a few Sundays and all them extra people are not there. Israel Houghton is not singing this morning. It's Claire Bell Wilson. And she's just a skipping and a singing and she can't sing worth jack, you know? And they say, where is Israel? Israel is gone. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family. To my existing family, big up. Thank you for joining as always. On this podcast show, we shift the mindset through inspiration, motivation, and the foundation of it all, which is discipline. We know without discipline, all of that doesn't even matter. I am your host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, listen, that just simply means Ed. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. You know the model, the slogan here, bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game and play. Today's quote and a quote that I've been living by since this year. You never you never know how strong you are until <coughs> excuse me. You never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. Again, you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have by Bob Marley. Three impact secret value points we're going to touch on today. First one is temporary inconvenience. Temporary inconvenience. Value point number two, who you used to be. Who you used to be. Used? <laughs> used to be. 
Value point number three, celebrate your win and keep it moving. Celebrate your win and keep it moving. Today's show is entitled Reprogramming Your Mind. Again, Reprogramming Your Mind. I don't know about you, family, but let's jump into today's show. There I was sitting in the car with my best friend at the time. And he and I were talking about why we hated going back home. You see, we hated going back home because, and we were in the same agreeance, but he at this point was talking and he was saying, you know, The thing that I hate about going back home is not that I don't get a chance to see everybody. That is fun. It's not that, you know, uh, coming back home just to see how things have changed or, you know, how things are. It's not that. He said, the thing that I hate is that when I go back home, I have friends and family that want to tell me old stories. Now, there's nothing wrong with having old discussions or old stories But it gets to a point where enough is enough because what they are saying is, is that they are not looking at where I am. They want to go back to where who I used to be. They want to go back to how I used to respond. They want to go back to how I used to act. That's why a lot of times those old stories are in play. See, we talk more about the old stories instead of the new stories and the new stories because the new stories are experiences that they haven't experienced yet because I was the one to take the leap. I was the one to take the jump. And see, that's the thing, family. A lot of times we don't want to, or let me put it better like this. A lot of times we are held to a certain standard by friends and family. We're held to that standard because that is how they seen us at that time, not how we are now or how we will be later. You got to be careful when you box people up, especially those people like ourselves, family, the people that are listening now and just in generalizing on this point. You got to be careful with boxing us up because Eventually, sooner or later, not not only will we find our way out the box, but we won't want to go back into the box again. And every time you force us in the box, we will be continue to be rebellious and push our way out. You saying where are you going with this, ED? You see, family, what I'm trying to state and ensure that we're on the same page about is that people will have a tendency to hold you back by how you used to how you used to be. And if you continue to allow that to occur, then you will continue to always go backwards. Now, there is nothing wrong with going backwards as long as you can take two steps forward. Because sometimes you may need to go backwards just to get a understanding. Because I remember every time that I would go backwards or I would get pushed, feel like I was getting pushed back. I was more energetic. I was I was like, oh, this this is not going to last long because I got to get out of this situation. And I would do any and everything to become more than I was. See, family, that's why when you were listening to the audio and Ed Millette had said about how 
the internal piece of things when people you know start seeing success they start getting lazy on the things that they were doing consistent consistently to get there and growing on those things i am guilty of that you're probably guilty of it too and if you caught the uh episode that i did where we talked about some of these things and that's when i i issued the 30-day challenge and this is only day two of it but i did hold I did hold myself accountable for the things that I said on the show that I was going to do. You need to check that out. But I did. I did actually do those things because I, what I realized is I started seeing a little success. Well, not a little, but I started seeing some success. And I was like, um, yeah, I just don't feel like it. And then I had a see, I have and this is what you need to do too, family. When when you are celebrating your wins don't go on a don't don't celebrate too long. I know that's not the most popular and I mean statement to make, but I found out that when and maybe it's just me, when I've celebrated too long that I get away from the structure that got me to the celebration. Mm. When I celebrate too long, I get away from the structure that got me the win. Yeah, there's other things involved in that, but that comes along with that piece. But the structure hasn't hasn't changed. The structure is dedication and commitment with the foundation of faith. But I have to do, I have to put forth action. You know, I was thinking... As I was listening and, you know, as you always know, I like to write up my notes ahead of time. Um, Well, ahead of time and I'll scratch everything if it if it doesn't make me if I have a different change in mindset when I'm listening to something and I'm playing it back for you, family. And that's that's really kind of what happened. And I realized that, you know, a lot of times in life we find ourselves in spaces that we think are permanent when they are really truly temporary inconveniences. See, when you got fired or laid off and you thought it was permanent, but it was a temporary inconvenience in which it was allowing you now to open your eyes to understand things a little bit differently. When that storm here had hit Texas, it opened my eyes up to understand that none of that I couldn't have controlled. I couldn't control the weather. I couldn't control how they responded and everything like that. But what I what I could control is what do I do after this? How do I make sure that I am in a space financially to be able to just leave the city if I need to, or leave the state, I should say, and go to somewhere where it's, you know, warm or goes to somewhere where that wasn't affected. And I think that's, well, now I don't think, I know that's the mindset that you have to have when you go through uh, temporary inconveniences. And it's not fun. I don't know why people want to make it seem like it's fun. It is not fun. I've never heard someone raise their hand and say, yeah, I'm having a great time being temporarily inconvenienced. No, 
but the lessons that are that that you're able to extract out of that is so amazing. I mean, it is so amazing. Once you get over the emotional part of being frustrated, angry, all of those feelings, once once you get past the feeling aspect and you start looking at that temporary inconvenience. You're like, "Ooh, okay. I got to do this differently now." I have to approach things differently now because if you don't change your approach of what you've experienced the temporary inconvenience then you won't be prepared how to respond and you may go through the same emotional aspects because there's been many times where I've been in situation and you know in a how many of you have been in a situation family where you were after you got out you was like I I never want to go through that again whether it's a relationship job or 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 anything of that nature I remember I was at a at a job and um one of the things that is my big pet peeve about <laughs> when you work for somebody I just don't like being micromanaged some people need it. I don't need it. Don't approach me with it. Don't start doing it because it will literally like I would literally shut down. And when I shut down and, and because of experience, I know at that point in time that I have to start looking for something else. I have to start. I I, I don't I there's no point of me complaining and getting in, and, you know, and, and complaining with the rest of everybody else because it's just going to in is going to heighten the frustration that I have. So it was in my best interest at that point in time to look at my resume, make some updates and boom, send it out and be extremely aggressive of looking for an opportunity because experience has shown me that when I work under someone that is a micromanager, I am not successful. I and then I become extremely rebellious. But the flip side, the motivation, the inspiration, and most of all, the discipline that I have. Family, the discipline what I have when that happens to me is, is crazy. Like sometimes I'm I'm I have to stop and look at myself like, dude, slow down. It's we're gonna get to that point. But I'm just relentless. I'm relentless because I know I have the power to change this. And it and and when the first time that it ever happened to me, I felt helpless. I felt helpless, I felt inconvenient, and I was frustrated because the person that I interviewed with was not the person that I end up working for and I was like they tricked me. And a lot of times, family, what we would do is what I did for a while. And I would I would um, um, talk myself out of me, take uh, out of me making a decision to leave that situation. I will say, you know what, let me give it some time, maybe because we're trying to get used to each other or, or you or you'll say, you know what, maybe uh just because I haven't, I've never been managed like this before or had a manager. So maybe I should just, again, give it some more time or work with the person or, you know, explain, you know, the reasons why. No, I don't do that anymore. 
Family, you got to get to a point where when you are temporary, temporary, in, you're a temp- temporary inconvenience in your relationships, your job, whatever that situation is, that forget going through all this, this, this self-talk back and forth, make a decision. And sometimes, though, I will be honest of saying that make sure that you've done all the work on you so that you're able to not get in the way of making an emotional decision because you could be making an emotional decision and it could be a simple talk, but you owe, you owe yourself and you owe that person an opportunity to have that conversation and say, Hey, this is what's bothering me. Um, but in a professional, of course, in a professional, um, conversation per se. And what I'm meaning by that is, is, is that you always want to give somebody the opportunity or as my mama would say, the benefit of the doubt before you go into to, before you go into doubt. I think I like that. I said, you need to give somebody the benefit of the doubt before you go into doubt. Yeah. You may have like something that's not right here, but let's, let's talk it through and make sure. And then when that person shows the, themselves again, as Maya Angelo says, just believe them. Because a lot of times family, we, uh, as I told you, there's, I don't know how many I press on this particular point, because I think that is the catalyst of why a lot of times we don't do what we do. I'm guilty of it. You are as, as well. When it comes to that self-talk, when it comes to not, not believing and trusting what we're thinking and we start allowing outside influences, it, it doesn't even have to be somebody, you know, it could be a YouTube video. It can be a, a podcast show. But what do you say? If you think that, then act on it. But make sure you've done everything possible within in your realm that, that you can control because you can never control another person. So when it comes to reprogramming your mind, there's a lot of things that you're going to see or that you're going to experience and one of the things I don't want to happen because I've seen it happen, especially I've seen it happen personally to myself is that don't get to whatever your goal is and you get to that goal and you, you get it and you like, man, I didn't, I thought it was going to be more than this. Or you get there and you stop doing all the things that the disciplines and the dedication that it took to get there. You just give up and and stop doing completely because you got it. The reason why Kobe Bryant was so admired besides, you know, a lot of, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, you know, that's my favorite player. So there's a lot of things I can say, but from the NBA, one of the things that they talked about of the, of all the things they talked about, about him was his work ethic. How somebody with five, you know, championships working, just working as just as, you know, this is his first day in the league. And you got people that don't have any championships and they out at the club, they here, they there or whatever, and not doing, not, not taking the, the game serious. So that's why people admired him and it showed the results showed up from his work ethic. And that's what we have to look at family is, is that there are no excuses. There's only results. And they show up in 
whatever you're invested in. That's why when I'm doing these shows and I'm like, I heard, uh, again, one of my favorite YouTubers, or I should say businessman, I don't want to say YouTuber, one of my favorite businessmen, uh, Dorian from Group 82, when he was just like, I'm taking all these shots. I'm paraphrasing in so many words, and I'm actually going to have an episode take uh, entitled that, but taking a lot of shots, at, and that's just basically meaning that with me, I'm putting out five five um, shows uh, a week, and somebody else is doing it once every week. And I was looking at listening to this guy, and I think he had been in a, he'd been doing podcasts. I don't know, like fifteen years or something like that. And I'm thinking to myself, that's why I record every day. And when this new channel, I mean, this new show comes about, the conscious business, I'm going to I'm going to have to figure that out. And how is that going to be every day? Am I going to now have to go to seven days a week and make it like a weekend podcast? I think that it would be cool, like a weekend podcast. Whereas on business things. Because family, I research and do things on things that I love, like I love business. I love personal development. I love learning new disciplines, learning new habits, learning how to grow. And I'm like, why not get on the mic and talk about it? But it was the fear of, man, I don't have all the areas in my life straight yet. Like I'm still working through a lot of things, but aren't we all a work in progress? Well, what if this person, you know, says, well, yeah, you changed, but you remember when you used to, yeah, I do. And thank God I'm here instead of how I used to be. Cause if you get caught up in, in, in all of, all of that and caught up in trying to prove them wrong, you, you get exhausted. So that's why I challenge you family is, is that when you're, when you're going after your dreams, you're you're going after your purpose and you get that win, celebrate, keep it pushing, keep it moving and find the next challenge you need to walk into, find the next obstacle, the next opportunity, because of, because the whole mission here, especially at the impact secret podcast show is to live outside the box, to push outside the box, to be more than what people said that we're supposed to be, to change the narrative of what is being said about us. And we take control of the narratives and say, this is who I am. So family, any of these temporary inconveniences that you experience, understand it's temporary, it's not permanent. And it may look permanent when you're going into it. It may look permanent while you're in it. It may look permanent while you're dealing with it. It may look permanent as you're trying to figure your way out. It may look permanent as you're frustrated day in and day out. But just know when you get to that point, as I, as I always say that I, my mom would say, once you get sick and tired of being tired or sick, and be, once you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, ain't no one can stop you.
Because at that point, you've realized enough is enough. Now, let me let me take this in my own hands and start start working. And it's going to be slow. But you'll be further along than your peers because of the fact of that you decided to take action. You decided to make that change. So when you understand that aspect, you understand that foundation of you have that power. Sky's the limit. The sky is the limit. So family, I hope you enjoyed today's show on reprogramming your mind. Because in reprogramming your mind, the way you used to handle things, the way you used to be, the way how you used to respond won't fit in this new you, won't fit in and and becoming a better version of you. I'm not talking about perfection because none of us will ever be perfect. I'm not talking about, you know, having all areas of your life intact. I'm talking about let's start with you. And starting with you and modeling you slowly but surely other things will you will start attracting what you're modeling which is success which is greatness because you do have greatness within you you do have the power to be anything you want to be you do have an opportunity for growth if you want it keep pushing family keep living this is your boy ed And this has been another Impact Secret Podcast show.